0: Seconds to play. Harden for three. Chased down by Ariza. He cannot hit again. Ariza is 0 for 12 from the field. And a timeout taken by Golden State with 29 and 5 seconds remaining. Warriors by seven. And it was who got hot at the right time, and mainly in the third quarter. Steph Curry had been dominant, and I think he put this team on his back. To me, he's yeah. the engine of this team. course, oh, so yes. there are two points here. Chris Paul is out. Yes. yes. he took a shot to the ribs here. He played 43 minutes. He is the engine. Let it be no mistake about it. It's all about Curry. It's all about Curry. Mm. Out of 20 seconds. Ariza lost it to Durant. And that is going to wrap it. Durant. Soul, but, being pressured by Ariza. Ten seconds to go. And the Golden State Warriors go on their way to a fourth consecutive NBA final. This crowd is the
1: Rockets are not won. The number one team of And I think it's going to be a long, long time. The touchdown brings me round again to find. I'm not
2: the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue.
3: Next, next team up in this division, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. They, championship uh, contenders. They finished uh, sixth in the West last year. In uh, that very tight west and uh, went, what was it 48 and 34? And are projected by. Holy shit. Uh, they are projected by Vegas this year to have 44 wins with a 77% chance to make the playoffs.
1: It's pronounced New Orleans. Ah. Justin told me that's okay to mispronounce shit.
2: Nollens. <laughs> maybe. Nollens. Uh, Anthony Davis, great player or greatest player? <laughs> stop <laughs> okay uh ser- let's talk seriously about the pelicans because i think they're actually kind of interesting this year uh what is the law lo- i want to get y'all's takes on this obviously lost lost boogie lost rondo uh added julius Randle. what the fuck happens i have no idea what to expect from the pelicans
1: it's really difficult to to kind of foresee this team just to make any prediction whatsoever as far as what the Pelicans are going to do. Randall looked really, really good last year. I like like Ridley's really Randall. good, like unsustainably good. Uh, I, I still think he has a ton of talent. I think that's a bigger pickup than a lot of people are giving them credit for. If they get a full fucking season out of drew holiday, damn. I mean, that dude was incredible in the playoffs last year. I don't think losing Rondo is a huge deal. Yes. He stepped up in the playoffs, but overall for the general status of the team throughout the course of an entire season and playoffs, I'm not really too worried about it. Obviously, Anthony Davis is one of the top five players on the planet. He's absolutely incredible. I think this team's going to make more noise again. You saw how solid they were after the All-Star break when they lost Boogie Cousins and all that. They were still very, very good, if not a little bit better somehow after losing Cousins, who was working great with Anthony Davis and all that, which I don't know why he left. Apparently, he turned down a two-year, $40 million contract because he wanted a one-year prove it deal, which was strange to me, but... I'm expecting the Pelicans to be kind of the same where they were last year. I don't think there's going to be much difference in wins over the course of the regular season.
2: Where would you put them in, like, the seed ranking if you had to?
1: In the West, you know, anywhere from 3 to 8 could be within games apart, and I think it's going to be a similar year this year to what we saw last year. But I'm thinking somewhere like 5 to 8.
4: I'm, I'm not sure about 3 to 8 or 5 to 8. I think I think it's definitely 1 to 15 somewhere.
3: Appreciate the input there, Jose. <laughs>
4: You're a bastard. Yeah. Uh, no, just fucking with you. But I, I, put them at. I'll put them at, at eight. Um, I actually think that th- that the loss of Rondo is actually going to be pretty significant. Um, you talked about the addition of Julius Randle. He did look really good. Uh, he can be a factor for them. And then the other one that I'm I'm actually really curious about him. I, I, I don't really want to like bet on him having a, a a real NBA season this year or not. But Julio Okafor. Uh, if if he can, I mean, he, he was his, like as a prospect, he was so loved by every team. Every team wanted him, and they were talking about him being this uh, transcendent player. And it's it's so unfortunate to see him go from that to now. He's just on a, on a one year minimum deal that you know he he might just. Never playing the NBA after the season.
1: I mean, it was up to like the last day of the draft before people decided that Jalil Okafor was not going to be the number one pick in the draft. Right. So, I mean, he's kind of changed the game, though. And now nobody looks for that in the draft. If you're not mobile as a big, if you can't shoot, if all you got is post moves, you don't no play defense. Short arms. So I mean, why the fuck would they would they draft you now? He's kind of changed the game. Just because you're good in college doesn't mean that you're going to be get drafted. So.
4: I mean, if 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 he can actually, like. I mean he he's only twenty two. Like I I feel bad for the guy. Like th- this is a guy who he's he's so young that like he could still improve and he can still be he, he might not be a superstar NBA player, but he can be a I, I would think he should be at least a a decent role player. Um and if there's any uh any player that you kinda wanna pick up things around, it has to be Anthony Davis as a big man. Um at least on from like a skills perspective. So um Especially if if Okafor can actually turn out to be a decent NBA player, um, then I could maybe see New Orleans doing something. But uh, the way that I see it, and I, I think Anthony Davis actually had a quote last night where he said, um, "If I have to be Westbrook, then I'll be Westbrook." Like, okay, you can be Westbrook, but like that's not gonna, like, what is that gonna do? Like, we saw Westbrook the year that he was
1: up in the first round.
4: Exactly. So that that's why I have them in the eighth seed. Uh, they'll be good, but I. I Anthony Davis is going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be his best season uh, to date, but I, I, I still don't think that they, they make too much noise.
1: Man, Okafor averaged 17 points and seven rebounds in his first season.
4: Yeah, and now
1: what? And granted, it was for you know, one of those terrible Philadelphia teams, but still, I mean, he yeah. showed the ability to score on a consistent basis. Wasn't that actually his second
4: season because he was injured?
1: No, he was not one of the guys that went out all year with an injury. Or he He's got
4: injured his second season.
1: I believe so. I
2: don't think so. I, mean. I don't know. Um, I think the story of the Pelicans this season is going to be not how Anthony Davis plays because we all expect him to be like MVP-level great. Uh, it's going to be a story of the pieces around him, who steps up, uh, or, or for the lack of a matter, who doesn't step up. Uh, we saw in the first game that just happened yesterday, uh, Miritich had 30-10. and 10. Uh, Alfred Payton had a triple-double, 10-10-10. Uh, uh, um, Drew Holiday, 10-8. and eight. Ethan Moore had 10 and 8, or 21, sorry, 21 points in the fucking first game. Like, who expected that? Julius Randle chipped in with 25 and 8. Uh, like, these are solid pieces that we're not expecting to step up, and now they're playing, like, great. Uh, granted, obviously, it's the first game. You can't overreact to the first game in an 82-game season. But if these players, if there's, like, pieces that we don't expect step up, I can see the Pelicans making a legitimate run because they're anchored by their greatness that is Anthony Davis.
1: And, yeah, they got good pieces around them too. I mean Julius Randle man right there in that not not necessarily around him on the entire team, but in that front court right there, yeah.
3: I think that they have some good pieces around them. I not super hyped up about their uh, shooting guard play or their small forward play. i each one more had a great game, game one, but I don't know if I'm gonna trust that for yeah, the, rest of the absolutely. Season. Behind him <laughs> you've, you've got Ian Clark and <laughs> Trayvon Blewitt. Mm, don't have to say that. Moving on. Blew it. all right. And then for your small forward game you've got uh Solomon Hill and Darius Miller. And uh, I mean you've got a lot of great backup pieces on that team. Alfred Payton, uh Mirchich and Okafer, or at least the potential to be very good pieces right, on that yeah. team. But in those two particular positions, it's it's not looking great for you. And I, I've said it I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's a very, very competitive West. And you wonder what this team is going to look like? You, you, we have mentioned that they've lost a few pieces. They've added some more on, and uh, Anthony Davis could always have that. Just, I mean, even an even more remarkable year than he's had before. Which I mean, he's already had great years in his career, but it, it's just a it's a real tough ask for me to see anything that hopeful out of this Pelicans team. I, you guys are saying that you said eight spot. You said three to eight. I think that there's definitely the potential that they could fall a little bit further than that, though. I think that probably that, like, 6 to 11 spot is probably more where I see them. They could definitely sneak into the playoffs, and it wouldn't surprise me. But if they fell out of the playoffs, that also wouldn't surprise me. It's not a fault of that team. It's just a fault of everybody that they have to play this year and the talent of all the other teams around them. And that is that's all the conferences or that's all the divisions in the West. That's all the teams in the West. There's only a few teams that are absolutely terrible in the West and (laughs) they're going to get beat up on so bad. But this is one of those teams that I think might fall victim to, you know, it it just shit luck for this season. And I definitely could see them missing a playoff.
2: And I think also we saw just literally last season that this is a team that had their potential squandered by injuries at the very least, like with Boogie going down with an ACL, uh, like, there was a really potentially, like, elite front court with just Boogie and Anthony Davis just dominating. And we unfortunately didn't get to see how that would have turned out in the playoffs against the Warriors. Uh, granted, they did really well without him as well. So, I mean, there's – again, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen with the Pelicans. Uh, I do agree, Merriman. I, I, could, I could totally see them missing the playoffs, but I could also totally see them just coming out of nowhere and being, like, three-seed like Portland was last year. Uh, it's just who steps up. Also injuries are going to play a huge factor because if like any of their supporting pieces that are supposed to be good, like Miritich or Randall go down, like they'll have a bad season. They might just fall out of the playoffs or God forbid, Anthony Davis gets injured. Like uh, what seed do they have to be for Anthony Davis to win the MVP is what I want to know.
1: I mean, just make the playoffs,
2: make the playoffs, it's a competitive the West.
1: make the playoffs. He, he could win it. I and mean, it's all going to have to do with numbers and how well he plays compared to some other superstars that are out West, including LeBron James right now, who I think should be most people's frontrunner for MVP. He's going uh, to have to have
3: mar- rem- like a remarkable season to win MVP, because MVP voters be. just don't care about defensive stats nearly as much yeah. as they care
1: about offensive stats. Yeah, it's unfortunate, because Anthony Davis is so fucking
3: good. Oh, no, he's incredible. It's so good, and it's such yeah. a crime that that is how voters see it. But I'm telling you now that... He's gonna have to have a remarkable season if he wants to be even mm-hmm. in the
0: conversation. So, well, I mean, the Pelicans, I'm hoping for a continued mediocrity. But <laughs> Sean hates everyone but the Spurs.
3: If you haven't noticed, I mean,
0: <laughs> you pretty you get a much soft spot for
3: the Grizz. So. I'm, I, I do because I
0: appreciate defense, and that's why I really appreciate Anthony Davis. I'm hoping for continued mediocrity with the Pelicans. And I, I I like Anthony Davis, I like Drew Holiday, I forgot that uh, Micah, uh Nicola, I never met him I'm really glad that Nicola um, was brought over. And I forgot about that, but with the mediocrity that they've always had, and lost Boogie, and the West has just gotten even more deadly. Uh, they're missing the playoffs. I I hope so.
4: <laughs> probably. Maybe. Well, They'll
2: probably miss it.
0: I hope they miss the playoffs. But I hope the best for Anthony Davis, if that makes any consolation.
2: Yeah, I do not want to play the fucking Pelicans in the playoffs. I don't care what team you are. I don't want to play them.
1: I mean, imagine just taking LaMarcus Aldridge out of the equation in its entirety. That's what would happen.
4: So my, my dream situation for the final day of the NBA season this year would be that we get a repeat of last year. How it was, uh, what was it, Denver and... Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota in the very last game, playing for that last playoff spot, yeah, except, Spurs. no, except it's the Pelicans and it's, it, and it's the Blazers. Like that uh, that to me would just be incredible. Like a repeat of their yeah, series too. Yeah, yeah. because I, I think there'd be so much fire there from both teams. Um, that being said, uh, so I, I, I don't think that, that Davis wins MVP this year. Yeah. Um, oh. I actually don't even have him in my top three for MVP. Wow, oh for MVP. shit, okay. Um, but I do have him winning Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. I, think, I think he'll be a great defensive player, but like you said, people don't care that much about defense. So basically, in order for Anthony Davis to actually have a shot at MVP, he would uh, like uh, unless the Pelicans finish in the top three in the West, I just don't see him getting the credit for everything that, he, that he's going to do throughout the season. I'm not saying that he's he's not going to have a great season. He will, but a lot of it is going to come from the, from the defensive end and things that don't necessarily show up in the box score. And today's NBA has just gravitated so much towards that that it, unless you're a flashy player, it, it's just it, the the recognition um, from the average everyday uh, NBA fan is just not going to be there.
1: kind of frustrated with Davis because he is a, is a flashy player, right? He throws down these massive dunks he yeah. can yeah. hit from three. I mean, he, he does. He has but guard he, but skills as a guy that's seven
4: foot. But he's not LeBron in L.A., Yeah.
2: which is why I bring this up because I think that the prime candidates for MVP that you are usually there are just not really there in the West this year. I think KD and Steph cancel each other out, especially because it's their third season going for a title. Uh, I don't really expect them to like go that hard in the regular season to, enough to win MVP. Uh, LeBron is probably the other best candidate for MVP in the West besides Davis. Uh, Harden just won it. Westbrook's probably not going to be go off. like They just gave it to him for the triple-double season. And he almost did that again and they just, he wasn't even close to the race. Uh, I think he's kind of done with the MVP conversation for a while uh I think Davis is like right there for the MVP taking in the west but I don't know like I think three to four seed if they can get three to four seed I think he gets MVP
1: by the way I take back everything good that I said about Julio Okafor if you get traded by the or if the Nets don't want to re-sign you for really really cheap when you were a big part of a trade package then you probably just
4: suck well like, exactly and like like that, that that's why I, Anyway, we already talked about that, but I, I feel bad for the guy. I, I agree that he's been shit, but... Yeah.
2: My Brooklyn Nets made the right pick there. They made the right trade.
1: Anybody want Davis Bertans to cl- turn into like a clone of Nikola Mirotic? That's exactly what I Just want. Just dye his hair. Calm down. We're getting there. Oh, come on. I haven't been Sean. Like, oh, Kyle Anderson. <laughs> Kyle like, Anderson. He's a guest. Hey. He gets to do what he hey. wants.
0: Hey, man, but Kyle Anderson. Yeah. That's fair.
1: Um,
3: I mean, Vegas, uh, Vegas win totals right now... 43 and a half 77 percent mm. chance to make the playoffs I think that the win totals might be pretty accurate that that 43 and a half number but oh, uh, so I, I think yeah. I think I think that they might drop just slightly below that Ooh. but saying that 43 or 44 wins is going to be enough to make the playoffs in the West this year might be a bold ask
2: that's true I didn't. Like, even think I mean
3: that. It, that you're talking right around 500 mark which statistically has been good enough but i don't know that this year is going to be that's going to be
1: good enough it definitely won't i think i see them somewhere around 46 47 wins i do see them that making the playoffs okay. but again somewhere in that later seeding but yeah
2: i don't know maybe because i mean the east is uh not as weak as it's normally been like there's better teams in the east now i could see them picking off wins from the west so maybe but with that said, uh, I'm going to go slightly over for the Pelicans. I think that they will sneak into, like, the 7 or 8 spot uh, in the playoffs. I think there's, there's got to be a lot of things that go right. I just think they do actually go right this for this season for the Pelicans.
0: Do I need to repeat my mediocrity remark <laughs> about the Pelicans? If so, I will continue to rant about my continued hope for mediocrity for the Pelicans. Yeah. Is that saved? Oh, okay, never mind. I won't continue down talking to the <laughs> Falcons.
4: Jose? <laughs> so, while I agree that the West is better as a whole, um, I also think that the teams that were really bad in past years in the West got significantly better. Um, I, have higher, I have higher expectations for the bottom half of the West for everybody except for the Sacramento Kings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I think the bottom half of the West is a, is a lot better. Be good. So those those easy games that you would have that you would have had in past years against Phoenix against Dallas against Memphis where oh it's a lock like count that count that in as a win I don't know like it I I think Ayton uh Doncic whoever like like uh Ariza last night looked incredible uh like the, these these bottom tier teams are not uh they they're coming up they're they're obviously not there yet um, but I think that's definitely going to take away from the the number that it takes to, in order to make the playoffs in the West. You're also not mentioning Harry, our
1: Lord and Savior, Giles. I
4: was just about to say, Giles. Uh, sure. Uh, my my point is uh, I, I think New Orleans does make the playoffs, but I think they go under. I have at 40, uh, 42 wins, so for, 42 Shit. is what I have them making the eight seed in.
0: So I'm just gonna say this. Earlier, you said, "Oh yeah, seeds from one through fifteen in the West are up for grabs." I'm like, "Who's the sixteenth seed?" The Kings makes sense.
3: Yes, no. the sixteenth seed. I agree with you, Sean. In that Shut conference up. that only Shut has up. fifteen people,
0: for sure.
4: <laughs> there are
0: oh, <laughs> No, That's, it's it's okay. It's okay, guys. Guys, guys. He's a guest. He's a guest. He, I'm a guest, and also again. I thought this
2: was a drinking
0: podcast. Oh
1: oh Sean's on the sauce right now, so
0: I'm just going to join him
2: on this. Marvin Bagley, Willie Cauley-Stein, Harry okay, Chops. Shut, shut up. We're going to be up. good.
0: Okay, so that being said, 1 through 14 are for grabs, and then the Kings are 15. Gotcha. We're coming for right. that.
2: We're coming for that 14 spot.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I, it might We're coming happen. for you, Phoenix. We're coming
2: for you. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out, Phoenix. Sleep with one eye open.
1: Speaking of which, we're talking about the
4: Suns next, right? No. <laughs> Somehow we're talking about a completely different uh division and we still find a way to talk about <laughs> the Sacramento Kings. Brought up Aiton before anybody. The, the Sacramento Kings season. is like I I said that like everybody in the West except for Sacramento is gonna be a stock. I'll I'll talk Kings all day.
1: The Houston Rockets, of course, made the biggest acquisition in free agency this year.
4: Jesus, we're
2: starting off in the Mellow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Signing Carmelo Anthony. They didn't really do much except for lose people.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Carmelo
3: Anthony is negative three
1: wins
4: to whatever team that he's on. Time out. So I I do want to argue that I fucking hate myself for like praising Houston and Houston and anything whatsoever. Uh but they they did do one thing over the offseason and that was re sign Clint Capella. That that was actually huge.
0: That that was big, but as a uh, Spurs fan in Rockets land, um, I really love that they actually signed Carmelo Anthony. I quote y'all all the time as him being negative, negative three games. I just dropped that knowledge <laughs> at my old job, hardcore, with all the Rockets fans, I'm just like, hey, you know what? My experts back in San Antonio are like, you know what, Carmelo Anthony? Negative three wins.
3: Jose looks confused. Every time we bring up Carmelo Anthony, I mention that having <laughs> him on your team is negative three wins. I've, I've so
4: literally never heard you say that before. I can, I can see oh, the you said it before. Yeah, oh, I hate him so. He's so
3: terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fucking. No, worst. no, I mean, I,
4: I agree. He's <laughs> so. Oh, bad. man.
2: I just really hope one day like he signs with the Spurs and your head just explodes.
1: I've actually got something good to say about that. I'd Carl probably just Anthony. stop watching basketball. Carmelo there. Anthony
2: used to be a very good basketball That's player. As much as I'm
1: being a dick, what, what is the gamble here?
2: Yeah, there, I would say what, there's what, not that much What did they sign him
1: right? to? What's his contract? 2.3. 2.3 million one dollars. Year. And if he sucks, you can fucking cut him.
3: Honestly, it, it was a bigger deal to me when I thought that he legitimately might get the starting job. But they have announced that he's like, Melo, you're coming off the goddamn bench. Just be okay with it. And so now it's probably more like minus one and a half games.
0: Probably just because, man, the Thunder. They were just so like, oh, we got Carmelo Anthony. This is going to be great.
3: Just like every other team that's ever signed Carmelo Anthony.
0: Exactly. But now that he's on the Rockets and he's actually like, oh, yeah, I kind of suck. So I'll come off the bench. So, yeah, that's going to kind of keep the damage control in check for the Rockets. But I, he's hes still a liability, though.
4: I, I do want to throw in a little... Uh, side tangent there so we mentioned Melo is making 2.3 million dollars from the rockets this year that that's how much the rockets are, are what was that
1: 23 is jordan's number he's gonna have a michael jordan Th- i mean
4: no he's not gonna have no
1: but uh, <laughs> we so don't know we don't know maybe the basketball <laughs> stats of michael jordan when he is was he playing harry baseball. giles though
2: if you subscribe right. to the multiverse theory like there are infinite universes where carmelo anthony is having jordan-esque seasons
0: yeah, and there's a season where Bryn Forbes is no, getting Steph Curry numbers. That's yeah. not so true.
1: we could all be <laughs> that's hopeful. That's not true. I think that was the joke. Anyway, <laughs> those universes uh, don't exist.
4: So, so back to this. Uh, yes, $2.3 million, but he's also making twenty five point five million from the Atlanta Hawks, which is great. That
1: sounds like a Hawks
2: problem. <laughs>
4: he's getting paid like, a shit ton of money not to play for something. Right. Like I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, a team actually paid him $25.5 million to not play for them. Carmelo Anthony, easily the greatest hawk of all time.
2: <laughs>
3: so what do we think about them this season? Worse. Uh,
4: <sighs> Melo is not in his peak.
3: One and a this. half games worse, as <laughs> predicted.
4: All
1: right. I've been very open about the fact that I think the Rockets are going to be significantly worse this year.
2: Okay, how much is significant?
1: Uh, What did I say? I think like six or seven games worse.
2: So like f- mid-50s? Yeah. That's Was still that before really good.
4: or after you it's took away re-
1: Mello's three games? I'm, I'm incorporating Mello into this. In he's a on the bench.
3: One and a half games. All right?
1: Listen, man. James Harden is an excellent player, MVP caliber. He's a superstar, okay? Uh, and he's going to continue to be that for a long time. It's not going to change this season. The, the, the cliff is going to come for Cliff, cliff Paul. Okay? It's going to come <laughs> eventually. <laughs> who, who thought of that joke before I did? Cause I caught it at the last second before I said it. I didn't mean to. Um,
2: <laughs> does he still do cliff Paul commercials? I haven't no, seen any. Thank
1: yeah. God. Um, the cliff is going to co- come for Chris Paul. And I honestly think it's this season. I think that he has a really, really bad injury marred season. I don't wish that on him obviously, but I think it's going to happen. Uh, the guy just consistently doesn't perform in the playoffs. That's another issue in its entirety. Uh, Carmel Anthony doesn't add that much. You have Capella back. I don't think Capella's going to get significantly better than he was last year, especially in this offensive system, which is not going to prioritize him. Uh, So I don't really see this team winning more than the mid-50s in games. Defensively, they're still shaky. They lost people like Ariza. I'm a little scared. Uh,
4: They lost uh, the great Ryan Anderson. (laughs) That's actually probably plus three games. (laughs)
2: Uh, Okay, so... I'm not the biggest Rockets fan, but I gotta like, I gotta defend them somewhat because I know Daniels at home shaking right now. I'm
3: not right the now. biggest
2: Rockets fan. Are you kidding me? Is anybody, are you expecting that we're just getting brand new listeners for this episode? <laughs> I just know Daniels like if he's listening to this, he's like shaking with anger right now. Um like hiding outside this window here <laughs> like god
3: damn it <laughs>
2: you sons of it. anyways like after that uh,
3: like after that 2014 election shaking things <laughs> <laughs> just shaking <laughs>
2: 2012 2012 <sorry. laughs> I was like 2014 i don't know
3: uh, he probably ran for something right
2: he's a, he's a romney he'll be fine uh okay so with this rockets team uh i mean okay so you have chris paul you re-signed chris paul you lock that down so you have the harden Dynamics still, which was a really great dynamic last season. We all questioned it going into the season. Like, we thought it, most of us thought it wouldn't work because it's two ball dominant guards, like in an offense that really, ha- like, they need the ball to, to win. Uh, but Chris Paul played well off ball. Uh, they had both of them just had great seasons. Uh, they were one win away from going to the NBA Finals and toppling the Warriors. Um, and then now you have, sure, you can be worried about Chris Paul and his injuries, but like it doesn't happen until it happens. So like you have to kind of assume you know, go play forward with the idea that Chris Paul is going to be healthy for the season uh, or that James Harden is going to be healthy for the season. And so I think if you play factor that into account, sure they lost Trevor Ariza. Uh, sure. They lost Luke and Bob Mute, but I think those, those losses are going to play more in the playoffs rather than the regular season. Um, Cause I still think their offense the and Tony's system is still too good in the regular season, which the Rockets prioritize. They really are, uh, they really care about the regular season a lot and rack up stats. So I think that – I don't think they're going to be as bad as people think are. Sure, Melo is a big question mark. Uh, but I think if he can add valuable minutes off the bench, scoring here and there, if they can use him properly, I think they're a solid, solid second seed. Maybe even a first seed if they go balls out.
4: Yeah, yeah. so Chris Paul, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're you're absolutely right. Like, So Chris Paul before that, uh, yeah, he had – Doc Rivers and he upgraded from Doc Rivers to D'Antoni. Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. Um, with a guy like Melo, I mean, he, I think he can really buy into the system if he goes from, wait, D'Antoni to D'Antoni. Like, no, this is not going to work. <laughs> it doesn't go like that. Like, Melo cannot, like, we, we already know that Dan, that like the D'Antoni system did not work out for Melo. Uh, and Melo already didn't buy into a, a smaller role in OKC. I know that he's talked about like, oh, well, with the Rockets, it, like, it's different. Like I Like, I'm ready to accept my role as a as a player that will benefit, that like the team will benefit from, but I just don't see it happening. Like we we saw it last night, very first game of the season. Like Mello still out there, jacking up threes, sh- taking shots that he should not be taking, and then doing like the shoulder shrug to like the, the bench. Like it's 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 Mello. Like it's ISO Mellow, It's way past his peak, Mello. I I just don't see it happening. Uh, yes, the Harden and uh, Harden and CP three uh, duo was an exception. Nobody expected out, expected it to work out this well, but in this case, I just think Melo is going to be a train wreck for the Rockets. So here's a question: Then, out of all of their off
1: acquisitions, including Carmelo Anthony, who is going to have the best impact? Not the biggest impact, but the best one. Marquise Chris. Yes, thank. Chris you. didn't even play game one. Whether or not they're working him in,
4: he also has a hard cap because he's going to be behind Capella. Yeah, but I mean, if if you can if you can work Marquise Chris into playing as a four, and he actually buys into the system again big part of it um like i mean the, again another guy who it's so unfortunate cuz like he had so much potential coming out of the draft um and I, I i still really like him like we we were talking about him uh just a few months ago before he actually left uh phoenix and like i i still had him being kind of a, a, an important piece for them in the future um uh, i i i think it's it's all still there he's just kind of in the same land as like Markel Fultz where like something went wrong. Some, some guys kind of like somebody's responsible for kind of like messing up his gameplay and it just needs to be fixed.
2: I hate you Jose. you're actually making me defend the fucking rockets. Like, okay. I don't think Melo going to be as big of a train wreck as we all expect it. I know it's like really funny to like say like he's going to be fucking terrible. And he's going to cause the downfall of the rockets.
3: I want it out there that I truly believe that. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I know.
2: I just don't think they're going to be that bad. I think he can be a valuable asset, at least in some respects. He can hit a shot occasionally, which is what they need. They just need a body out there to spread the floor for CP3 and Harden to work the middle. Uh, Like, it's not going to be that bad. Uh, Marquise Chris, like, he's shown nothing. We can't expect anything from him. Like, he's going to be a valuable asset. At least with Melo, he's got a history of contributing to something to a team. Uh, Like, Melo's probably like the best most likely candidate, uh, what I really want to see this season from the Rockets. I want to, I want to see Clint Capello really take that next step. I know he's, he's been really great in this system and I'm glad he resigned there. Okay. Now as a Spurs fan, I'm not, but as like a fan of basketball, I am, uh, because he's, this is where he thrives. This is kind of the system that he's designed to play in with, like just playing around the rim, hanging around the rim, waiting for lobs from Harden and CP three. Uh, this is kind of like an upgraded version of lob city basically. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be that that bad. I expect like a high fifty win season for the Rockets.
3: That's what I wanted to get into is so we're we're talking about the Rockets having a rough season or what may or may not be their downfall in Carmel Anthony. But what is the expectation for the Rockets this year? Because I think that asking the Rockets to repeat what they did last year and have sixty five wins is an absurd ask from almost any team yeah. outside of the Golden State Warriors. that's It's yeah. a hard ask anyway. Absolutely. But if you're asking them to be a 50-win team, I don't think that that's as much of an ask. You're definitely taking a massive step back if you're going from 65 wins to 55 wins. But I think that that 55-win number is very achievable for the Rockets. And also, if you're saying, well, the, the only step forward for you and we're going to be disappointed if you don't do it is make the finals, then you're also setting yourself up to just be disappointed because it's not going to happen. So, what do you, I need to know what the expectation is from Rockets fans for me to be like, you're going to have a good season, you're going to have a bad season. I think that you'll have a good season if you count 55 wins, finishing the top four of the West, and being a contender to be in the Western Conference finals as your goal. Because I think they will definitely accomplish that. But if your goal is, I want to win the NBA championship, it's not going to happen, yeah. especially with this That
1: team. needs to be their number one goal, though. They're going for broke right now by signing people like Carmel Anthony to signing Chris Paul to that contract, knowing that probably at the end of it, it's going to be considered a bad one.
2: This is it. This is their championship this window. Is, this this
1: uh, has to be their year. And um, Also, oh, I'm really sorry. upset. This is during the Astros game. We're getting the shit kicked out of the <laughs> Red Sox. Uh, we're about to go home. I'm not happy about that. To what we were talking about earlier. Sorry to kind of side tangent. You're good. Brandon Knight, I think, has a a real ability to to break out this season. He would be the pick that I have. They have a whole backup point guard right there. He's going to have Chris Paul around. That's going to help him out a lot. I think if he has a good season, that's going to add a lot of depth. The Rockets will be fine, obviously, for the most part, but you have to win a championship this year. You have to, or else all of this is for nothing. And (sighs) James Harden career is kind of fucked up, too.
2: Sorry, Jose, just real quick. I am a firm believer. I said it when we talked about we were wrapping up last season. I'm a firm believer that that was their shot and they didn't have, they didn't get it. Uh, I don't think they're going to redo it. I think Chris Paul is only getting older. Uh, they signed him to that extension. They, by signing him to that extension, they're saying like, this is what we have and this is what we're going to go to try to win a championship. Um, and I think like, uh, like whatever the phrase is about saddle and horses and everything, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Collaborate. Shut up. They chose Chris Paul. They chose. They, they like chose Chris Paul as like we're gonna stick with this guy and try to win a championship. Um, and if it's not last season, which I think was their only real shot of winning a championship, it has to be this season. And if not, that after KD resigns anywhere, the Lakers get better and the Lakers get their other picks. This is their only shot, and they have to win this year if they're ever gonna win again. Or in the f- future, in the near future.
0: I, oh, as a Spurs fan in Rockets oh Land. Oh <laughs> <laughs> as a Spurs fan in Rockets I, Land. <laughs> no, no, I was, uh, I, will, I was really, uh, I run- <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, it's not we yet. I only refer to the we when I talk about the Spurs. No, but for the Rockets, I was really hoping for them. This is also before the Kawhi Madness happened, and I'm just in Rockets territory. I'm like, you know what? Rockets this year, 2018, then Spurs 2019. But erase all of that. That's Etch-A-Sketch. Just shake that up. Throw that away. Shake it. All of my shit talk in Houston has gone for nothing. It's really been terrible. But when it comes to the Rockets, I... I'm hopeful, especially with just how the outlook is going for the Spurs. It's always Spurs first and Rockets second now that I've been in Houston for a handful of years. But for Chris Paul, I'm hoping that he actually has a full season. He doesn't get hit by the injury bug because if that happens, then they actually have a chance. Melo coming off the bench, Harden continuing, they sign Capella. I mean, with... CP3, Harden, Capella, they're on pace for what? A 74, 75 win season? Like something astronomical. Those three, when they were active, they're on pace for something incredible. So if all three of them stay healthy, I can see something incredible happening. But then again, CP3, that's not going to happen. So I'm hopeful for the Rockets just because it's going to be a long couple of seasons for the Spurs. But. I don't know. If everyone stays healthy, Mellow actually m- melds into the bench.
3: If he mellows out. If Thank he you. mellows Thank into you. the oh, bench. Oh, God. Someone had to say it.
0: Um, yeah. But, I don't know. Things might actually work out well. Then again, it could go horribly. And I'll be equally satisfied. I'm equally satisfied with Rockets winning, Rockets losing. They're the second place <laughs> just below the Spurs. <laughs>
1: I think that it's hard not to be a Rockets fan at this point, even as a Spurs fan, right? Because you should be taking the... No, f- no, 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 It's, it's pretty hey, easy hey, not, hey, pretty not pretty to be It's pretty fucking player. easy to hate <laughs> the Rockets. Hey, 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 hey. Give me the microphone. Listen, <laughs> hey, listen to me. As a basketball fan, you should be taking the field no matter what against the Warriors. Yes. Uh, Except for the Rockets. No, the Rockets. no, no, no. Especially because they have Chris Paul, and he's just too likable of fuck a player. Fuck Chris Paul. What?
4: Oh, what? Okay, Chris no, no. no. Give me give a, me a second on
3: this one. Chris Paul is a super likable dude.
4: I like. Chris I think he's Ball. a great point guard. And he's he's probably the best, probably the best true point guard that I've ever seen play, like during my lifetime. But fuck Chris Paul. Like he he's, was. He's not, a bitch.
2: His reputation has not been likable. His reputation has been whiny and like like dramatic in games and like over dramatic. If he and he has way Chris too Paul, pretty though, eyes.
3: If you think Chris Paul's he reputation is injured during the playoffs.
0: I like Chris Paul, but beyond like just ah, the only thing that me and Rockets fans can actually agree on is fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck the Warriors. (laughs) If we could just incognito go into the Bay Area and knock out some kneecaps, that's one thing that me and Rockets fans can actually agree on. (laughs) That's wow. a little
1: excessive. Houston really
4: has changed it. I'm very surprised, Jose, that
1: you're not a Chris Paul fan. Think about his career and no, what I, it's gone through. I, about the lost opportunities in Lob City. Think about how bad the team around him was for the Pelicans when he was having MVP caliber season. Think I, I about agree. all the great insurance rates that he got from people on their homes. That, that was his brother. That, that, that was Cliff. That's fine, though. I have he, a theory that that might not actually be Cliff Paul, that it's actually Chris Paul. No, oh, no, 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 no,
4: no. no He it, What? No, it's real. No.
3: It's fine. Like, All right, we, we got to move on. We got to move on. Let's get into uh, over/under. Vegas has the Rockets at fifty-one wins for this upcoming season. What? That's a massive step back. What? And more of a step back than I think that even their losses have deserved. So I fifty-one. I am definitely going over yeah. that. Yeah. Like a. Th- they also only have them as the third seed in the West, with the are Jazz making it over them in the most current odds.
2: Whoa, holy shit.
0: Yeah. I know relatively nothing about basketball compared to all of y'all, and that's bullshit. I would
4: take that Are these over. Are these odds that were released <laughs> today, like considering uh, like, after game one of the season?
3: It, it's not considering after game one. These were released October
1: 16th. That's unbelievable to me. Where are you getting your facts from? Bleacher Report? ESPN. Not a reliable source
4: whatsoever. To be fair, uh I have Houston at at the number two seed with fifty-four wins. Jazz at fifty-three. So it's it's really not that big of a difference between the two teams for me. I just but in, in general, yes, fifty-one seems very low for the Rockets. Like I said, I,
1: I place them somewhere in the fifty-six, fifty-seven range. Damn.
3: I, I would I would I think I said it earlier, but fifty-five wins is
1: really where I'm placing them at.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh I think the Rockets and the Warriors are going to be like in the high mid fifties.
1: I'm really confused. All the shit that I talked about the Rockets, and now I feel like I'm like supporting them I know, more than most right? of America is. Well,
4: I, no, no but, but it's still a significant step back from what they were last season. Like they're they're still a shittier team than, than they were last season. But a last season's worst team. Yes, like like last team they were a legitimate contender. This season, I like they they don't even have a chance. Like there is no way that this Houston team is beating Golden State. Like, I, I would put Utah to have a better chance just on a matchup base. I so mean, to put it in perspective. To beat, I thought
1: you were, like, putting Utah in, like, a bet. Like, you were gambling Utah. <laughs> I mean, like to put, I'll bet the state of Utah that to to the Rockets won win the championship. Like, dude, have the the you talked a about that?
3: They have the Denver Nuggets within half a game of where they predict the Rockets to finish up. <laughs> That's the Denver crazy. Nuggets they have at 50 and a half wins. That's the crazy. The Rockets at 51. That's crazy. Ridiculous. That will finish it for the Rockets Top for this episode. As I stated previously, this two-part episode became a three-part episode, so we have part three coming out very soon. It's all Spurs talk and the pulling up reporting for segment. Uh, please follow us on all social media platforms, and remember to stay drunk, but stay safe. Good night.